It's Friday, and you made it. In fact, we almost didn't make it as well as you know. We were temporarily banned, targeted specifically, for sharing uh, medical misinformation, which turned out to not be medical misinformation, but official positions of the Health and Human Services. Then we were still given a warning and then told to be careful. And of course, it's Friday. I'm not feeling very careful, am I? You're not feeling very careful? You're no, gonna, I'm mad. You're, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was witness to this earlier. What are you mad about, Elijah? Well, I'm mad about a lot of things. But, but a couple of things I'm mostly mad about is the fact that evil people are in control of the world right now as we speak. We're seeing the CDC director go against all the advice of the scientists in terms of the pandemic mm-hmm. and pushing booster shots, even though advisory panels are kind of saying, maybe not such a good idea for the most part. She goes, you know what? Science aside, even though we told you for all these years, trust the science, we struck your channels, we did everything we could, let's roll ahead with the politics, because the Biden admin is asking us to do this, but it's not just that. You know what else I'm, I'm mad about? What? It's the open discrimination and segregation being pushed in our cities and being touted as progress. My name is Elijah Schaefer. And I'm Sydney Watson. And today we have some race baiting happening. Are you really surprised? Probably not. We have a hate hoax coming up. And I guess it's a family affair because Cuomo is uh, looking at some sexual harassment claims. We are live from Dallas, Texas, and you are here. I just want to dance because I really like our intro music. It's fun. I know. I feel like I've taken a couple ecstasy pills, <laughs> maybe a little fresh Molly. It's 1998 or something. The police are about to raid the warehouse and then we break in. Exactly. No, that's that's definitely the vibe. My favorite Elijah is actually angry Elijah. And you were yelling at me, not at me, but to me in your house earlier, just enraged by the state of things. And it's a very enjoyable experience for those of you who don't know Elijah and obviously who don't know him tremendously well if you're new here. But when he's cranky, you're about to hear some hot takes. And that's about three times in three years, meaning I'm actually not very angry very no. often. The only the last time I, I've gotten really angry was after a lot of the J6 stuff that was going on in the country. Right. And I watched as politicians lied, smeared, claimed insurrection. And I go, you weren't even there. You were hiding with a bag on your head in a tunnel. Like, you don't even know what happened. And you're crying. And it's like, oh, cry more, you weak politician. You don't know what was happening. You, you don't want to talk to the people that were there. And I remember I got very pissed publicly during that time as well. But also tonight... I think I'm fed up with this. This week has not been a good week for the United States. People have let us down, but we're still going to laugh. You got to still laugh at it. Oh, I feel like uh, the, this first story, when when I found this, we both found it independently of each other and then sent it to one another. I think people are going to get a real kick out of some of these pictures. What's been going on in New York, Elijah? Tell us. All right. Well, welcome to New York City, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> Unfortunately... New York has decided that it's going to go full on uh, just going into, uh, you know, looking towards the the discrimination against the Jews, the black people of this country, the the endless racism in the world. They looked at it all and said, you know what, we should try more of that. That was pretty good. They didn't do it. They didn't do it that well. I mean, a lot of them got caught and then it ended. Mm -hmm. We should try to restart segregation. And not only that, we should have companies promote discriminatory ads in our city so that we take the most diverse city in the world and we pit everyone against each other. Because what the hell could go wrong by making everyone hate each other based off of simple nuances? Hmm. Well, can we check some photos of this up? So these, I believe, were found on the subway. 
Um, I've actually never been on New York subway and I'm not really I'm not upset about it. Yeah. So for those who um, are listening and cannot see these beautiful pictures, what we have here is OkCupid, which is a dating app. Uh, and these are ads on the train that based on this tweet that I'm reading says, these are proof that the minute hand has replaced the hour hand on the parody to reality clock. And so for those of you who can't see, it says it's okay to have a strong connection and abandon them for the night, which again, I feel like is, you know, that's, that's great. We love that. We love when people uh, encourage casual sex. That's, definitely an individual choice but maybe not maybe yeah. not the greatest the second one says it's okay to choose mr right based on how far he leans to the left oh god elijah what this one, one says it's okay not to date a man who won't vote for a woman <laughs> we see how well huh. that works out <laughs> you know and what's kind of funny is the first female president of the united states might not have been voted in mm -hmm. kamala harris might become our president and she might. was yeah well, will Will. Will. I don't know. I don't know anymore. No, I, 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 I can't tell Wait, you. Wait, you think Biden's going to live to the... <laughs> no. I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, it sounds harsh, but you think he's going to live that long? Do you know that Biden looks like the Sith Lord? He looks like Darth Sidious he after really... he got electrocuted. Ugh. He has that look of, like, I have just done something evil. He looks like Palpatine. He's just like... Yeah, that's, his that's face what I'm saying. Is melting. That, I, okay, I'm going to piss off the Star Wars fans, but I'm pretty sure... Is Palpatine and Darth Sidious the same thing? I think so. Why are you asking me that? I don't, I don't think, know. I'm going to look it up, Elijah. Uh, they're not the same thing. Okay, apparently they're not the same Is thing. Pal I don't know. I just was saying the, the Dark Lord. I thought that was the Dark Lord. Anyway, I guess I'm stupid, but How that's I, nothing new. You might be right. I'm not, a, I'm not that big of a... Okay, all right, so it says, Palpatine is secretly trained as a Sith Lord, taking the name Darth Sidious. You're uh -huh. right. I'm not that much of a Star Wars person. I'm a Lord of the Rings person okay, more than anything. Okay, apparently I'm wrong, but I don't know. No, you're I don't right. Know. I'm just telling you, you're right. We have a Star Wars expert on set who's saying I'm wrong, and so who knows? It could be debated. It could be debated. We could be a master debating here, but it's a live show, and we can't do that in front of the kids. But I will say this. So what's interesting is, though, about this OK Cupid thing. Yes, they're is the that, same person. I'm sorry. I know, but what's, what's interesting about this <laughs> is, um, obviously... Certain ads have been denied, like at the Super Bowl, right? People try to buy ads and they're denied because they're considered against like the general welfare of a, of a place. What's happening is that in New York City, they are showing you that they're not only promoting a state of segregation, right? You know they came out with the uh, pass for uh, vaccination. Mm -hmm. They're also having the, you have to be vaccinated to be on campus in public schools, etc. They're having a problem in New York City because... I think it's kind of funny. Um, I remember there was these people, and I and I might be getting this wrong. I, I, I'm sounding like an old man here coming up with my old history. But I remember there was this time where people wanted to create restaurants where, you know, you could be around people like you that thought like you that were around you. And, you know, you had the one restaurant for the one type of people mm -hmm. and the other restaurant yeah. for the other type of people. And they thought it was kind of good. Um, it was mostly in like one region. I don't know if it was east or south or something like that. But there was a, a region where they had this this world where people were divided socially to keep each other apart. They also might have tried that in South Africa. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But mm, I, I think they did. I think there might be a history in South Africa of this thing. Oh, was it? it began with A. <laughs> like as such, <sighs> South Africa. Uh, but I will say this. I think they tried this before. And New York was like, hey, we're going to make segregation legit we're gonna bring we're gonna bring it back we're gonna make we're gonna make segregation sexy again and they went like but it's gonna be better because first of all why just discriminate against black people when you can also discriminate against ideology and black people because black people aren't getting vaccinated at rates at all equivocal to any other race mm -hmm. so the 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 vaccination passports already keep black people out and they're like well we found a way to keep black people out and 
We also found a way to keep out people that we don't like, a.k.a. Trump supporters and those kinds of people. But unfortunately, they still live here, those bastards. They live in our city still. How do we keep them from enjoying their life even more? By using OkCupid to put up bizarre ads in the subway. Yeah, this is because this is public transportation. I know companies can buy this, and I'm not trying to overhype this. But the reason why I want to bring this up is because the subsidiary company that that uh, I think that owns them, I think it's Match that owns them, which also owns Hinge and Tinder. Mm-hmm. So what they're doing is they're trying to influence dating, so selective reproduction, based upon political ideology and telling people not to date people who aren't basically vaxxed or aren't uh, far left. And I have to say, before I sound like a boomer who says, here's what really grinds my gears, hell yeah, this is kind of good. We don't want to reproduce with you either. <laughs> like, okay, a fugly biatch. I don't want to touch those fugly, bo- figgly boobies and cankles. You know what I mean? Those jiggly wooglies. I don't know. Those de- They're down to your waist. Wear a bra. Shave your armpits. Put on some deodorant, you disgusting wench. I'm going to cut through this for a second and say that this is not a new phenomenon. <laughs> having, I'm just saying. Having these companies uh, do these things to people, it's actually not new. I can say because I'm banned from Bubble. Uh, for what I can only assume to be my political stances. Also on Bumble, you will have your account deleted if you post pictures holding firearms, which I mean, I thought... Trump hats too. Trump hats as well. I thought in the United States that was like an actual ingrained right that you have, but apparently not. Uh, Because if you post photos with it, then bye-bye for you. Also, I'm sure that Tinder has some of these things too. You can put your pronouns on dating apps now. You can put your vaccination status. It's really just become... It used to be a lawless wasteland, which was kind of what made it fun. And now dating apps are so regulated and regimented that you're like, oh, I didn't realize that I can now find out every single thing about you when I'm just, you know, swiping through. Also, I would argue that dating apps are probably quite bad for society because it takes all the enjoyment out of meeting someone organically. I haven't used them very much in my yeah. life. You've not needed to. You're married. No, but I... You did what those of us on the dating apps, for the most part, I would hope, are trying to do. They're not trying to do it. Find a human. Nah, they're trying to get... They're trying to get uh, porked. They're trying to have... You know, hide the sausage. Well, most men, if you think about it... Like, this is why it's very important that women are are not only revered, but also kept in a place where they um, respect themselves. Because, oh, we're tricky. We are always men. Like, men like, are tricky. Yeah, because the point is, is, like we are so obsessed with sex, but it's not necessarily having sex. Because like you don't like people always say, oh, with married couples, oh, I don't have as much sex as I would like. Or if you're single, it's like I wish I was having more sex. Dog. Everybody wishes they were having more wild sex. You're not unique. The point of the matter is, is that the idea of sex to men runs in their head more because of this reproductive urge. It's a biological tendency to want to spread your seed to as many viable possible sinks as possible, like, well, as possible. And so, like, you have this idea of, like, wanting to get a girl and wanting to have a steamy night. Now, this is obviously, you know, if if you're Christian or you're, if you uh, believe in a moral code, would be considered immoral, but it's still biological and that's supposed to lead you towards a wife. The point being, though, these dating sites make it possible. So the point is, is you're supposed to be like horny and on edge so that you're looking for a mate and then you reproduce with them. These dating sites make sex about you. It makes sex about your pleasure. Like, you think about this. This is actually like really, really true. The best kind of sex that could exist in the world would be sex where each person is thinking about the pleasure of the other person. Because if you're really prioritizing making the other person feel good, per se, mm-hmm. then you're going to both have your best experience possible, or at least hopefully 
You could teach each other, I should say, right. how to do that mm -hmm. over time. But these dating apps, like even this, like you don't have to date a man like this. You don't have to date a woman like this. It turns the sexual experience into an expendable, disposable, cheap, throw it away commodity. That's about the best that I can get for myself. And that's why the people that use these apps serially are not satisfied because they're like, well, that person was better at dating than this person or that person. It doesn't have to always be sexual, but th that I had really good sexual experience on this guy. And it's going... These apps have commodified sex into some sort of a subscription of like, just renew it and run up it whenever you feel like. And it's cheapened the human experience to now where they're saying that part of your sexual experience involves the political orientation of the person that you're dating for the night. And all I can say from this is I don't think the company believes in this. Mm. I think they're exploiting human weakness and the anger and the bitterness in our society today to further divide us simply for profits. And it's disgusting. Well, I agree and disagree with what you're saying here. I totally agree with the fact that it's cheapened the human experience. And I'll, I freely admit this. I've been on and off of dating apps for a little while. Find them mostly unsatisfactory why though i i that's a wait this is a genuine question uh -huh. like i i want to know this from a woman's perspective yep all the apps are in your favor even bumble the swiping yes why like as a man you're just trying to like well are you are dtf and then like if you're not trying to dtf then you're probably not on the, those apps yes why is it unsatisfying for you as a woman? Well, see, I've never used them because I'm DTF, so to speak. Um, I don't use Tinder because that is a notorious hookup app. And I have really, really moved past that point in my life. And I freely admit that there was a point in my life where I, you know, behaved in a way that now adult Sydney goes, oh, God, oh, God, I wish I could erase that. But I can't. You know, there's nothing mm -hmm. I can do about that. Uh, but but nowadays, the only app that I would use because I'm banned from Bumble. And not that I would use Bumble anyway. Why because are it's you a, banned from Bumble? I don't know. It's unclear. I think it's because I made a profile and that a bunch of people reported my profile and now I don't have a profile. I, I screenshotted it. I have it on my phone. I screenshotted why they, they banned me. Mm. Anyway, so Bumble was fine, but then it's irritating because I don't want to... This is going to sound really odd and I, I'm interested to hear if other women feel the same way about Bumble when I used it. I don't want to make the first move. I don't want to be the one that talks first. I like to see what men have to say. If they say something funny and it's a funny opener, I go, great. And I love when people take the piss and when, yeah. when they have a good sense of humor. But if it's like, hi, I'm like... What is that? No. Wait, can I, can I, can I, okay, I'm actually comprehending live on air here, is I feel like that's why Bumble's weird, is because I, I have never met a hot, sane woman. Who wants to make the first move? I'm sorry, yeah. we just don't. Like, like, because, you know what, I have, so, like, I don't club anymore, um, I just don't, I'm not, it's sweaty, especially after, after the pandemic. Yeah. Like, you know, people that are like, oh, it's so bad. No, like there's times to go to Vegas, hang out and, you know, dance and do whatever. Like clubbing is not like in the movies where like, boom, 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 like, I don't know, like snorting Coke and stuff. This is in the seventies. Like most of these are just commodified places where you dance. I don't mm -hmm. know. They're not that cool. And now it's like, ugh, I don't want to be around these people. Everyone's disgusting and fat and yucky and they all smell and I don't want to be around it. And it's also just like a bunch of ghetto people punch each other. Who wants to go? there but it's like i remember when i was younger especially when i was like 18 at some of these uh clubs there was like crazy like clubs in, in la and hollywood and whatnot where you would go out there and they were 18 and older i don't get it i don't know why they were there um but you would go out there and you'd go to like florentine gardens or something in hollywood the venue and you'd go to the night you might shoot your shot with 30 women and have two that are interested in the one that's there it's like it's like that's that's that's, that's fun for a man of like i'm gonna try and like hey back off i'm with the girls I never saw good-looking women, good-looking, I want to rephrase that, 
And also, can I just say this too? It was always the ugliest woman that had the highest standards. Like, we don't do this here. I have standards. Like, girl, you should have lower standards because you need somebody fast, okay? But also, <laughs> I never saw women ever in those environments trying to go out. And I, and I use this as an example because I'm talking about the most like humanist, worldly people. We're not about religious. We're not talking about tradition. Just even in the, the, in the grind of debauchery and of sin and of you know humanity, the girls were always looking sexy and trying to get you to hit on them. And I have never seen outside of the internet a place where women want to be the ones to make the move unless they were abused by their fathers or something. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe that's a thing. I don't know. But I, I think you're, no, I think you're right. I mean, I certainly don't want to make the first move in 99% of circumstances. And in fact, uh, when men have come up and chatted to me out and about and they've been like, hey, you know, someone came up to me recently and he said, I hear, you know, there's a bunch of people talking about you inside because there's because I have my dog with me. And so he came up and he said, oh, you're the cute Australian with the red dog. And I said, yeah, I guess so. And then we ended up chatting. And then, you know, he subsequently harassed me for my phone number. But, um, you know, I am I am really, really not in awe necessarily. I can't think of the correct word to use, but I think it's quite nice when men definitely shoot their shot with you. Um, I think to caveat that it's really horrible when women turn around and are rude and um, offensive to those men who are just trying, provided that that man is being polite, obviously, you know, how he approaches the situation is definitely very important. Um, so on dating apps, you sort of lose, this is my theory about it. People can disagree if they want to. Here's my theory about why dating apps fail and why I don't like them and why I find them unsatisfactory. This is just, or dissatisfactory, whatever the word is. And this is just one of the reasons when you meet someone out and about, you have this ability to immediately identify whether or not there's a connection there. So someone walks up to you, you go, oh, he's handsome. Oh, he's whatever traits I'm looking for, tall, whatever, whatever it might be. And you go, oh, he's, he's got quite nice teeth. I'll talk to him. So you, you interact with this person and then you find you have things in common and then they buy you a drink and then you have a drink with them and then you talk to them some more and then they go, I'm going to go back to my friends now. And you go, great. Okay. And then they grab your phone number. If, if they want to see you again, you go and they go, let's hang out again. You go, great. And then the second time that you see them is an actual date where you've already vetted them basically, you don't know, they might be a serial killer, but you've talked to them enough to know that you actually have a connection with them. Now with dating apps, the problem is that the first time you go out is when you're having that initial, do we have a connection or not? And the problem and the reason, and this is why it's so irritating to be on a dating app is because you can be attracted to them. You can know that they are the same sort of person in the way they think about things as you. You can have chatted to them and have great chemistry through texting, which is an odd sentence, but people know what I mean. And then you meet them and you go, oh God, you can't interact to save yourself. Oh, you're awkward. Oh my God. No, you have these bizarre click sounds that you, you make with your face. just had nine shots of tequila, so you were smooth but in the real world you're kind of actually stupid exactly so it's like there are these instances where you finally catch up with this person on your first date which is your first meeting and you go oh my god we have nothing yeah, in but, common but, but where did this come by with, with with the story with this idea of trying to target people based on their like politics well, we, we, we targeted people based on their looks this usually. is why i was going to say i disagree with you because like on hinge for example you can actively put i've never in, used hinge so in my hinge life. hinge is more of a serious dating okay. app where you're actually looking to date someone it used to allow you to put on what you were looking for so a relationship you weren't quite sure casual you know like something casual you could actually tell people that i believe they've taken that off now and added pronouns we, we love that thank you hinge but mm. what so basically Very i often will put on 
that, then I'm a conservative. And then if you pay for the, and I don't want to pay for it, but if you pay for it, you can actually put in that you're looking for a conservative or, you know, whatever the whatever the, their political leaning is. That's not objectively bad to no, be able I to, agree. To, to refine who you're looking for. I, I agree. So, and I, I totally, because I, I have no interest in dating a liberal. I'll, I'll freely say that. Because fundamentally, our views simply don't line up. Our core belief system more than likely doesn't line up. So our values will be intrinsically different. And therefore, if, you know, I'm in that marriage mode, I want to find someone to marry. And so if your fundamental viewpoints aren't aligned, and I'm talking about the core stuff here, not things like, oh, you know, should we put the toilet seat down? So if your fundamental core beliefs aren't aren't aligned, then when you raise children, when you get married, how you go about living your lives, it becomes more complicated. And at least that's how I that's how I view the estimation of it all. So on dating apps, I think it's perfectly fine to be able to say, hey, I don't want to date a liberal or hey, I want to date a conservative or hey, I don't really care or even religious things. You can put in your, you, you can put in your religious expectations. There are all these things. Yeah, you I, met, can... I met my wife on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, it's nice that she hit you up. She was a. She did. She sneaked but, but on she in there. Didn't, but also, she didn't like me when she met me. It's because you were probably just putting your. She, little she, she thought I was an out boy. there. She. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Well, this, this is this is when maybe you, I was. Who this knows? is at the time <laughs> when you had um, horrible hair, so it's not. I'm not surprised that she made that determination. I'm just going to say. This. I'm just saying. I'm an LA boy. <laughs> You know what? You can take the kid out of L.A. Brandon knows this. Brandon, you yeah. can take the kid out of L.A., but you can't take the L.A. out of the boy. That's true. You're never going to be able to take it out of me. I strictly use FarmersOnly.com because <laughs> city folk just don't understand. They don't do it for you. Anyway, I'm understand. not even laughing at that. You know, I I don't mock farmers. I think it's epic, actually. Farming is epic. But also, city people and farming people are diametrically opposed. And, and that's why it's, that's why Farmers.com actually makes a lot of sense because Tinder, Hinge, all these things are like city people. And then you want to be like, yo, I want someone who can like defeather a chicken and cut wood. Kill something and you know make it into edible meat, food meat. Maybe I'm a little food bitch meat. for that. I don't know how to do that. And maybe I should learn. I think you should learn. I think, you know, as we're edging towards uh, the apocalypse in your estimation, I just think we're going to end up in a dystopian nightmare. I can't wait for it. No, You're going to need to too. know how to kill a deer. But that's why people are fighting back. We have this video coming up where it's like, it's funny because this this woman, I, uh, well, unironically, I should say, not ironically, <laughs> I think she's Asian, Filipina or something like that. The Asians are going to be like, tell me I'm wrong. Okay, fine. We know you have higher IQ. <laughs> okay, but she decides that like this is propaganda. It's gross. Hold on, yeah, because this is, hold on. Before you sh before yeah. we show this video, the this point I want to make here is that it's okay on a dating app to be like, yo, I want to date a conservative or a liberal or whatever the hell your viewpoints are. That Whatever. I get it. What's not right, in my opinion, is for a company like this to take a stance and then go, we're only going to uh, basically put up ads that shit on conservatives. Right. So That's if, the problem. If, if That's said, the problem. If it said something like, you can, it's okay to date someone who's not far left and it's okay to date someone who's not far right. Then it's fine because then you're evening out the playing field, right? But if you, all of your ads are geared towards crapping on people on the right wing. But then again, it's but just like- But dating far right, it's base too. <laughs> I just feel like we're at this point where I don't understand. Actually, because I looked it up too, um, we can't. We I don't think we have this um, to chuck up on screen. They should have said it's okay to not be based. It should have just said like this is. It's okay to be a effing loser. But basically, OK Cupid. So this is from um, August. It says OK oh, wow. Cupid launches an expansive campaign for almost every single kind of data. Now, if you're going to launch a thing for every single kind of data, recognize that a massive portion of the population leans to the right in whatever capacity, whether or not they're libertarian or conservative or far right, whatever it is, you are basically shitting on an entire group of people simply because they don't have the right political leaning. And that is where the problem is. That is that therein lies the problem. Elijah, you'll die at these pictures. Look, it's talking about pansexuality and oh, non-monogamous look at this what is that 
These are, this is uh, what we're looking at here is a group of people sitting on a chair or lying on top of each other, and it's talking about um, polytheism. No, not polytheism. Do you know what's sorry. also weird too? Polyamory. Guys, I'm demented today. You know what's today. weird it's too Friday. about this discrimination Tell thing? Tell me. Is that I would say that social constructs are good because apart from agreed collective ideas, we can really be in a, in a state of anarchy and chaos. Mm -hmm. Of course, Michael Malice would say that's good. But, you know, people really are different sexually than the world says. There are people who, without boundaries and without social constructs, would probably fall in the category of sex addicts. Where, like, there's a lot of people who just want to do random stuff. And, and so there's sex addicts, there's dopamine addicts, right? There's people who their drug is sex. So... They're going to do risky stuff, voyeurism and, and what is it? Okay, wait, Dogging. I'm, well, yeah, yeah. So wait, I'm trying to remember the words. I, I'm always bad at this. It's okay. So voyeurism is watching. Yes. Exhibitionism is showing. Yes. Polyamory is multiple. Yes. And then pansexual is just everything goes. So that, that would probably be more someone. The pansexuals are attracted to the personality. Yeah, but my point is, I'm saying like, there are a lot of people who maybe like, just like alcohol can be the drug, social media can be the drug. Mm -hmm. you, know many, you know how many good moral house moms, their drugs are food and Facebook? A lot of people. I didn't they, know they, people still used Facebook. Oh, they do. Trust me. I come from a conservative background and I, to, I can only get a hold of people there. That's why I have one. Is that, trust me on this, is that there's a lot of people who are like, I would never drink and I would never do polyamory. And it's like, well, you're eating yourself to death and you are addicted to Facebook. Anyway, um, on top of that, like, stop. It's not a diary. This is a social media platform. All you guys have friends that use it as a diary. It's like, this is not a diary. This is also not your Christian journal to write everything you learn from God on every day. Anyway, um, I'm just saying, I'm saying. Shots fired, Elijah. Shots I'm saying, fired. I know a lot of people who are just way too open on Facebook and it's just not good. But coming down to it and looking at this, everybody's got a drug, but also there's a dopamine addiction too, where a lot of people are um, risk adjacent, meaning... And there's people watching this that know this. You're maybe you're married, you live in un, like, or you're single, and there's things you want to do because you feel like you're just living a boring, monotonous life. And your school sucks, and your job sucks. The people around you are super lame, and like you want to do stuff, and just like like that like that ad. It's like this is what they're trying to stoke in you. It's like, look, I'm not into polyamory. But I'm just down to dogpile and do, I'm not going to get this alive, so we can't say much, but dogpile and do that. Meaning these apps are basically just acknowledging the fact that people have pretty primal instinctual ways to approach things. And what these apps are doing, though, is they're not approaching the part of people that would make a cohesive, balanced relationship. And this is what's key, and it's to attack the family unit, because... This is where the society has gone haywire why, sexually. Why do you think it's to attack the family unit? Well, it, it because that's been the result. is higher divorce rates, lower birth rates. It's been l like like shorter marriages, less people getting married, married. The result has been destroying the family unit. So even if it's not their intention, even if it's you're saying, well, they didn't, you know, actively try to destroy it, the result of their actions are there. And they know that because the studies are available. So if you were trying to preserve the family unit, then you would stop what you're doing. But profit is their meaning. They want profit over over culture. So the culture would be to preserve the family unit. And then but the profits don't match that for their specific industry. So they're willing to sacrifice the culture of what stabilizes things to make money. So they they appeal to the primal instincts of the sexuality of people like 
a lot of people are very dopamine addicted. Not as many people are sexually addicted. I think that I just had a brainwave. You know how you had one before? I just had a brainwave as you were talking. I think you could argue, argue rather, that online dating started as a way of helping people, facilitating people finding their person, you know, their one and only, so to speak. I think it was a good, I think the person who probably invented it had good intentions, just like Mark Zuckerberg. Yes. Well, actually, no, wait. He had bad intentions. Never mind. But um, yeah, you could say Tom from MySpace had good intentions. There you go. He had a good go. intentions. Tom, Tom from Tom, Tom why did we abandon you? Dude, Tom, why did you, you abandon us? Wait, wait, you know, you know Tom's a good person? Because Tom is now a renowned photographer. Is and he, he put all of his money he got from MySpace and he's an extremely good artist and travels the world, oh, lives yeah. in nature. He's a based guy. I like Tom. I just had this bit, but as I'm thinking about this as you're talking, and I'm sure that, you know. This has never occurred to me before, but, you know, dating online, obviously, I'm assuming, started off with the best of intentions. Let's help people find someone to marry, someone who can end up with them. And let's do that in a way that helps them lay out exactly what they're looking for and then find somebody who matches these things like eHarmony and whatnot, you know. They, they really do match you. They try their best to find someone who's actually compatible with you. And then I think what happened is with the birth of Tinder, because uh, Tinder came out, I think I was like 18 or 19 when Tinder became really big. I think that was the turning point where it became less about facilitating an actual relationship and more about the hookup culture that we definitely live in today. And sort of in answer to your question before, Elijah, part of the reason why I despise the online dating thing, or not, it's not even online dating, it's their, their hookup apps, let's be real, their hookup apps. And the reason I hate it PB is because... And <laughs> yeah, basically. Hide the sausage time, let's go. Horizontal monster mash, yes, yes, yes. But I think what's frustrating about it is that y there's so much choice that you can never really properly get to know anybody because you're like, well, if you suck in any capacity, if something doesn't 100% line up, you can just go, well, on to the next one. And so everybody becomes kind of expendable. And so you don't take the time to find out if someone has any value. You don't take the time to find out if somebody has anything inherent about them that you might really like because you're you know, focusing on these arbitrary things that might crop up right at the front end that you would otherwise have to get over if you were in a position where you couldn't so easily jump on an app and just go, oh, yep, I've swiped to a new person. Now I have 40 billion new matches. And also the problem too is that I think men... And I'm, not, I'm sure women do this as well, but I think men use them for much different purposes than women do. So I think maybe women are looking for something... We horny. You you horny. I agree. And but I, was saying that I think that that's where women come into play. Like... So this woman who made who made uh, who tore down some of these yeah I was gonna uh, say let's play this video no, because like she tore these gonna, down people are waiting no like <laughs> I don't even care like I want this show every day to be as raw and as real as talking about life and you know what I want to play the video Elijah no no what I'm saying is that is that this woman this is where I guess in America we call them minorities but it's just this woman cares about her family and looks at this and goes this is degenerate crap. Like it's one thing to t ask me to tolerate the existence of people. Toleration doesn't mean you sanction it. It just means you've become adjusted to being okay with coexisting. Yeah. Where I won't use violence or litigation to stop you. But it does not mean that I hate you. But if you also shove it in my face. Like imagine if I bought billboards and every billboard in the subway was like, for Christ is, you know, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Someone would tag over it wouldn't make the news no one would care about it but everyone's mad because this woman saw this degenerate bullshit and went take it down and now can we play it well i say i like her and this is also why i don't like white nationalists who think that all white people are just inherently good this woman's not white she stands up for what's right and you got to give people credit you got to give good people credit for what's good 
and not just look at their outward appearance, but see that inside of their hearts, they're actually quality people. And when you see this as natural, she's not an activist, she's a good person, you go, I like this woman. She's cool, she's great, she's based. Hell yeah, watch this. talk over it so go ahead and yeah go ahead and explain yes yeah, so this, this clip is quite long and I don't want to I don't want to you know obviously you, you get the idea so basically um, for those who can't see this for those who are listening in um, you basically have a woman who's tearing down these pictures on the subway uh, of these okay cupid ads which uh, some of them are very inappropriate some of them are showing you know they're, Ew. they're sexual Ew. you know you have people sticking their tongues in other people's mouths and what have you this is on very much on the subway <laughs> Um, and they're just images that you are, probably wouldn't really want your children to be seeing and things like that. Um, and now it looks like there's two people ripping them down. There's another man who's joined um, the woman. And uh, yeah, they just go on like this for some time. Guys, we can cut this. You, we don't have to show them the whole thing because it's quite long. But More of this. More, well, Civil see, disobedience is good. In some, Yeah, definitely in some capacity. In, in, this, in this case... I just feel I think we got to fight the corporations. I think what's happening though is the hypersexual the hype I can't speak English today guys. It's Friday. You, the have, your, hyper, you have canker sores? I got rid of mine. No, I'm just drugged up on a bunch of um anti cocaine and meth. Meth. <laughs> I was just <laughs> Shooting up in the bathroom now. Uh, it's just, it's all the antihistamines I've been taking because I have the worst allergies on the planet. I woke up this morning and my sinuses felt like someone had injected my face with meth and it was very unpleasant. So I am very drugged up. So guys, forgive me for my antihistamine rants. But uh, I think that this has to do with the hypersexualization of society and pushing the envelope further and further and further. I don't want to see pictures of people with their tongue in each other's mouths. I'm sorry, I just don't. It's, it, it's of no interest to me. I don't know anybody who does. And it's sad because... As we look at the way that advertising is developing and growing and whatever, it's we're getting more and more and more of this. And I don't think it's going to change until people go, yeah, nah. And they pull back and they go, this is not okay. Who is this but, but, but geared what, what towards is my other towards, question. But how do you tell them it's not okay? Because when w they set the precedent. Yes, they so do. So when we watch how BLM and Antifa got Chauvin put in prison. Mm. So Chauvin shouldn't have gone to prison. Yeah. Why not? Because he didn't kill George Floyd. Okay. Well, I don't have it. I don't have George Floyd. They, they, the, the autopsy said took a lethal amount of, of fentanyl. Like, like. So, so my point is, if we used the COVID death on George Floyd, so there's nobody I know is taking a lethal amount of, of of fentanyl, and then something else got blamed for the death. Right. Okay. Chauvin is is a, is actually a martyr in that regard. Um, he's the exact he's he's the the monolith for what it means to demonize white men for black suffering when the primary uh, factor of black suffering is their own inaction in their own communities that causes problems. But I think Chauvin I was, was also just a bad cop though because he I don't had think so. well he had a bunch of prior 
things that had happened. I don't like cops very much in general, so I'm not defending police. No, I know you're not. But I don't I'm, think he's I'm any saying, worse like, than any other cop. He's an individual. No, no, but he he was because there was other complaints against him and things like this that. I watched the video. I watched it live. He took, look. No, I'm not talking about, in. I don't care about George Floyd. I, don't, I really don't know why that became such a big thing. Who the hell cares? Like, tons of people die every day. Like, it's it's whatever. And the fact is that, again, I'll bring up the fact that everybody got bent out of shape about George Floyd, and then we have Tony Timper basically dying in the exact same circumstances back in 2016. No one gave a shit when that happened. Because he was white. Because he was white. And, because, and the same thing. Like, you have a cop knee, uh, leaning on him. Um, he was high in cocaine. I believe he died of cardiac arrest or something like that. Same situation. Exactly same situation. But And so the cops in that instance weren't charged. Nothing happened, I don't believe. Um, people can correct me on that, but I'm pretty sure that nothing happened. But in the case of Chauvin, he was just a bad cop. So he could have gotten fired. For sure, but, but they were. But the but point was, but twenty-two years, he got that because they did that because they. If you seen who's on the jury, these were SJWs. These were losers. No, I get that, but I think I don't think that Chauvin is the right person to use to make this point simply because he was not a good cop, and I think there's plenty of proof to back that up in terms of prior complaints against him, prior infractions brought against but, him. But, but his 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 infractions doesn't change the footage. And of the course fact, not, the and autopsy, I'm not arguing that it does. Like, like it wouldn't even matter to me. Like if some guy, for instance, pushed me. Like normally it pushed me and then like my head hit a brick wall, but I have a previous history of taking lethal amounts of fentanyl. Yeah. And they say that that's probably what killed me. I shouldn't go to jail for 22 years. What I'm saying is a martyr. I didn't defend police. I'm not defending the idea that Chauvin didn't do dumb stuff. Also, if you've been to Minneapolis, it's a shithole. It sucks. And the people there are super lame. Yeah, I passed through there so, once and I was like, I'm never coming back. Yeah, and much about greater Minneapolis and people that live around the area. But it's a, it's basically Portland, but people still think they can tolerate these ideas. I'm just saying, when you look at what's going on there and the civil disobedience, the point is with Chauvin is Chauvin did not deserve 22 years. He is a martyr for white plight. They attacked him because he's a white man and a black man. You know that, I, I forget which police department it was. Maybe it was Portland who, when somebody was killed unarmed, they had to tell BLM, no, 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 don't worry, he was white. He was white. Oh, and yeah, that's, I remember that, yes. Yeah, so they had to tell everyone, don't worry, it's a white guy who died. Because basically what happened was a white man was shot and killed by cops. And the uh, Black Lives Matter protesters decided to protest the death of this man. And then when they found out he was white, they stopped protesting. Right, because... That's what happened. My point is that... So so I'm just saying like... To, to in well, my, just for people who don't have any context. No, but my, my point being is my point stands is that their ability to riot and to protest is I'm not calling for violence and I'm not calling for people to do that. I'm saying they have done things that have proven effective... Just like in the UK, the civil unrest caused them to back backpedal on the passports for vaccines. Yeah, I am not getting to a point where I'm I'm and I, and I a lot of the stuff I say because you guys have no idea the litigative issues we deal with. Like people judge people that make shows on networks and stuff. Like oh, you don't say this and you don't say that. It's like you don't even want to know the litigation legal stuff we're held by and what goes on in these things. And I don't want to get into that now, but. I am just have to always say when I talk about the stuff that I'm not calling. It's like a, like a disclaimer. I'm not calling for violence or things. But civil disobedience doesn't imply violence, right? I'm not asking you to stab people or to shoot people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the civil disobedience of these people to not stop actually did change even a, not only a court case, but, the, but the, the, the direction of a nation in terms of justice. Like look at the false information that happened about the whips at the border. Oh, about, yes. And they banned horses 
at the border. Saki did because of the horrible atrocities with Reverend Al Sharpton with his little bitch boy BLM. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna like, you know, black people under threat. Oh, they're under a threat. Give me a break. You know who's threatening black people? Black people in your own neighborhoods in Chicago and whatnot. You know that more kids, I believe, this year were shot and killed by uh, other black people in black neighborhoods? More kids were shot and killed in black neighborhoods in Chicago this year than have died from COVID the entire pandemic in all of Illinois. Mm -hmm. I read a report today. Now, if that's wrong, that's okay. Then This isn't medical information. I read it today. If it's wrong, it's wrong. And if it's incorrect, it's incorrect. And you can tell me that. But it's like, okay, so you're mad about COVID and you're mad about all this stuff. Do you know that more of your kids are dying because more of your own people are killing them than actually are dying from COVID, yet we have statewide health measures, but just go to one city in your state and people are actually dying from gun violence? Yet here we are talking about gang, not, not even gun violence, gang violence, I should say, and racial violence. Is like, this is the kind of BS in the country that makes me mad. And also the point with this with this okay Cupid stuff, the only reason why nobody stopped her is because she's Asian. Because it's like okay for an Asian woman to care about her family. It's okay for someone who's not white to want their kids to be successful, etc. When white people do it, it's evil. When Chauvin, like with Chauvin, the only problem with the Chauvin case is that he was white and George Floyd was black. George Floyd and Ashley Babbitt, not a lot of differences in terms of even the entire scenario of what they were doing. But of course, Michael Byrd is a hero, gets a one-on-one interview. That's considered culture. And Chauvin gets 22 years in prison. His whole life is ruined. Yep. I didn't say Michael Byrd or Chauvin are good people. I just meant that that the world is rigged and more people, civil disobedience is good because it scares, believe me, I'm telling you this, it actually scares the people in power. That's why they haven't, that's why even Australia, everything, they, they show force. That That is so stupid. Her ripping down the posters is not even that like big of a deal. People are so afraid of the system that they think even like tearing down posters is crossing the line. Dog, they're cutting, they're, they're telling you that cutting off your kid's dick is good. Like these are evil people are fundamentally sick. They need to be opposed. They need to be deposed. And no, again, I'm not saying in a violent way. I'm saying these people are sick. And if you can't even rip down a poster from a capitalist corporate entity that has no national requirement or, or, or allegiance to you, what do you expect to happen in your nation? Like, like I, I want to condemn it. Like, you should follow the orders. No, that's that's disgusting. Like, I don't even want to see that as an, as an adult. Why are we even letting... That's public transport. That's not even like a private bus I rented. Like, that's public transport. Taxpayer-funded money. They're showing me pansexual people tonguing. I don't want to see straight people tonguing on... on it's just gross. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to summarize what you said here. So what you're, what you're saying is that ripping down a sign if you're Asian is acceptable because people don't call out people who are non-white doing things that are arguably civil disobedience, which I would agree with actually. I've been in these instances, um, your producer Savannah and I, she and I have been to several bars mm -hmm. together and ha had situations happen where we've not been wearing masks and they'll wait for her to walk away and then come up to me and say, you need, you need to put a mask on. And she gets really upset because she's like, they only address you because you're the white person in the room and they feel like they can, whereas if they talk to me, then it's somehow racist or whatever. So I would agree with you on that front. Um, I think that I think it's a good point to bring up, though, that I mean, there are racial issues that come into it. Again, I don't understand the preoccupation that America has with all of this, but you are right in the sense that Chauvin uh, basically, I wouldn't call him a martyr, but I would say that he's been used as the whipping boy um, to make a point about uh, the race relations and to make a point about police officers in the United States. That's that's the point that I would take on that, um, because I think it's 
you know, widely accepted that when you have instances like, again, the Tony Timpa situation for people who don't know, like I said before, he had a police officer kneel on him for 16 minutes or somewhere in that realm. I believe it was 16 or 18 minutes um, while he was high on cocaine and then subsequently died um, while being knelt on, believe it or not. So and there and those police officers, I don't believe ended up going to prison or anything like that. Um, they had immunity, so they didn't. Yeah, nothing yeah. happened. So there is definitely a, a racial element here. I think when it comes to the civil disobedience things, it simply means that if you, at, at least this is, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I don't want to put words, words in your mouth, but I think what I'm taking from this is that when you see something that doesn't sit right with you because you know it's immoral, because you know that it's something that society should not be promoting, there's no inherent problem with you pushing back against that. Now, it doesn't mean that you go and burn the building down. That's obviously not it. It doesn't mean that you go and hurt somebody. That's obviously not it. But it does mean that if you do see a sign that does show people shoving tongues in each other's mouth in a graphic and bizarre way on public transportation, maybe people won't disagree with you if you take it upon yourself to remove that offending imagery. But they're forcing the, the point, uh, the simple sentence is they're asking us to respect a poster from a company while they're forcing vaccines in our veins like no you don't respect me you don't respect my body and you want me to respect your system yeah burn it down yeah well but not physically i just meant burn it down is a phrase no i just mean like burn it down means dismantle it yeah and of course physically burning down buildings isn't going to solve it which is why no. blm is stupid and antifa are why dumb. rioting is a general rule right so that's what i'm saying burn it down is to me is like take down the structure and rebuild it yes I do I want to agree. say this. You I know, agree with that. And honestly, and that's why, you know, we don't count on our government or employers for support. And I got to talk to you about something very important, which is why even in all of this with riots and things, you never know what can happen, which is why I've got to talk to you about the safety net community. Obviously, problems happen. Whether you have health insurance or you don't, accidents happen, issues happen. And even if you have health insurance, do you know this? 50% of us have high deductible health insurance plans that do not protect us from any problems that come our way with high bills. So you're like, well, I'm protected. Well, it's like a condom with holes. I mean, sure, it's something, but you probably are still going to end up with a mess. And the issue about this is, is that 25% of Americans even put off or delay medical treatment for themselves because they have a condition. They don't have the ability to actually pay for it, which is why I got to encourage you to join the safety net community. Now, here's the point. No matter what happens in life, even if I get hurt today, you know this, if I go to the emergency room, our healthcare system's effed here. Totally jacked. Very expensive. You know, if you go to the emergency Probably room, not that you're, great. you're very, you're going to left, be left with high bills. Very high bills. Um, and you end up paying through the nose for very, very innocuous things too. Right. And, and I, and I hate toe. that. And so if you have an accident, for instance, if you join the safety net community, you get access to all types of products to build a safety net plan that actually works for you, your family, or yourself. And so a good example of that is if you go to safetynet.club right now, that's S-A-F-E-T-Y-N-E-T.club, for instance, about $15 a month. You can get accident insurance so that if you get into some sort of unforeseen instance, which is very likely, it's actually guaranteed if you have kids, but it's also very likely, you can get left with 10, 20, 30,000 more dollars in the emergency room. But with Safety Net, right now, if you join for $15 a month, you can actually get coverage for those accidents to cover the gaps either in your insurance or if you have no insurance. It's really crazy, but I know it's actually true. Also, obviously, I hope you don't die because this is like a co hosted show. <laughs> I'm glad that you hope I won't die, Elijah. Thank you. Yes, but if you do die, yes, and you're part of the safety net community, you actually get ten thousand dollars, sort of like a life insurance called AD and D insurance, which gives you ten thousand dollars to your beneficiaries uh, to cover their bills or the cost of the funeral right when you die, which is 
believe me, from someone who's had death in the family is so important. And on top of that, um, one of the more important things too is that if you lose a limb or an eye and you're waiting for a medical disability or you don't have it, you're self-employed, you get $10,000 up front sent to you just for signing up, which is actually, can like just be prepared, create the safety net, and it's so good. So I encourage you to check it out. Go to safetynet.club, that's S-A-F-E-T-Y, net.club right now to get $10,000 ADND insurance policy at no cost to you when you join and find all of the quality products that can actually build you into the safety net community. I encourage you to check it out. It's amazing and it'll help you a lot. And so obviously as we go forward with this, you know what's going on. I want to change pace a little yeah. bit from this uh, okay Cupid thing because I feel like uh, it's Friday. Let's let's social let's show our lovely people some stupid crap that's gone on this week. Um, I we found this video of uh, a beautiful race baiter. We do love race baiters. Speaking of George Floyd and Chauvin and the whole thing, mm-hmm. who on an Arizona uh, at Arizona State University decided that they were going to accost another student for having a police lives matter sticker. Now, regardless of what you think about police, this interaction was. Very irritating to watch. I don't want to show the whole clip, guys, so um, we'll, we can cut that down. But basically, let's let's have a listen to what these potatoes were saying. What did I do wrong? You have a bad... You're, you're offensive. Police lives matter? You have the same sticker. We're just trying to do school. What? You guys have the same sticker as the other. But this is our space. We've got a police lives matter sticker and we're getting kicked out. Can't do school. I love that this guy's you, shirt you says did not vote for Biden. No, Very said, funny. You're making this space you uncomfortable. uncomfortable. But you're white. Do you understand what a multicultural space? It means you're not being centered. Is white's not a culture? No. No, it's not a culture. It's white is not a culture. Say it again to the camera. You think whiteness is a culture? This is insane. So anyways, this is the violence that ASU does, and this is the this type is of people that they violence. protect. Okay, this white man thinks he can take up our space, and this is why we need a multicultural space because they think they can get away with this shit. I'm gonna sit here the whole time, and you can find somebody to get that, you. That's cool. We we're we not will. Kicking you out. We're asking you to leave if you have any consideration for people of color and our marginalized. So clearly, we don't. Guys, we yeah, can cut it. We can cut it here. They get the idea. You have so, Chick Fil A. <laughs> that's even more base. They had the I Jesus chicken. The Jesus chicken. Did you know that their CEO was washing the shoes of black people on a show to apologize for slavery and his Jesus chicken? Sure. That, that was not my favorite. Um, I, what's so funny about these clips, and I, I love watching these race baiters, because this girl, the girl who's doing this, there's other clips of her floating around where she's, again, shitting on the white population and what have you. But it's bizarre to me that it's socially acceptable to walk up to white students and basically verbally assault and accost them, maybe not assault, accost them for doing something that they don't like in a space that they're apparently not entitled to be in. And this is very reminiscent of what happened um, at a Virginian university, same thing where, I talked about this on uh, another one of our shows, where same thing, a girl basically came into the space and said, could all white people leave? This is a multicultural space. It's irritating that we're still, again, I don't know what is America's preoccupation with skin color. It's so odd to me, really. It's so odd. Because even, Elijah, I know that you were wanting to talk about this too. This, These two things go hand in hand. A white sign was placed in a drinking fountain at a high school, and the principal says that it was unintentional. And I believe this was the hate hoax that you were referring to. I don't think we have the image, but essentially... Um, I, can you open this article up for a second here, uh, Brandon, on NDI? Because I want you to go down to the image in the article, if you can, that actually shows the sign. And I just kind of want to bring this up as a funny thing. Like you were saying, these people agitate and they they Well, they go out of people. their way. Yeah, they go out of their way to cause 
drama with people who right. are not even bothering them, who are nowhere near in their space. And in fact, guys, in the video that you just watched, um, a couple other students walk over and basically say to these two girls who are filming um, the white men, they're basically like, go away. Like, what are you doing? And I believe that two other black... Whoop, punching my mic two other black women who are sitting to um i believe the left of the guy with the police lives matter sticker they're black and they turn around and they're like this girl's ridiculous like can we just not do this so people i think it's nice actually when people come to the defense of others and say you're being an idiot get away from them that's why this drinking fountain story is so hilarious to me that these things happen people obviously i, I don't believe that anybody put up a sign on a drinking fountain that said you can't drink here unless you're you know melaninless no i you know and there I don't we think go so, beautiful so, yeah, so, so this is what's funny so this sign was put on here and everyone's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sad. The, the sign racism. says white for those who can't see. Yeah, yeah. If you're on and audio it's sitting only. About, uh, sitting above a, a drinking fountain, it just says white. Please remember to subscribe to the audio only podcast as well. Leave us a review. Again, I'm sorry. We forgot to read the reviews. I said last week you start on Monday, then we got banned. And so now I'll start again We will next read Monday. them next week. But it's going to be beautiful. There's this giant white poster on a drinking fountain that's the higher one up. And everyone goes, oh my gosh. Maybe they're just talking about the over. fact that the thing is white. Maybe they're just talking about the, the fact that the page is white. Yeah, but you know what's so funny is that so the colors of the school, and I and maybe, maybe I have the colors wrong, but I'm just going to say this. So like basically mm -hmm. uh, consider it being that you had an American flag and the colors were red, white, and blue and you wanted to have patriotism or AKA like school, you know, um, what were the colors? I know you have the article up, but, but, uh, but the colors were up there and they made signs, the cheerleaders did, that had like the colors of the school on them oh. to hold them up to have to have to the for the pep rally or something to that regard, and they left one of them outside. The, it's just right outside the gymnasium. They just like, put it up so it wasn't on the floor. Oh, I see here. So it says, guys, I didn't know this story was a thing. Elijah just brought it up to me right before I always we went find live. dumb stories. It says a sign placed over a Union County high school drinking fountain that sparked accusations of racism was left over from a cheerleading session. A district spokesperson said on Wednesday. So I'm presuming what had happened was the cheerleaders were holding up their little thingos their little signs and then one of them went oh i gotta go to the bathroom or something and popped it down just resting on this drinking fountain which just coincidentally happened to say white on it and that was that so um it looks like from this article that a bunch of people were upset but it doesn't seem that it was actually had yep. anything to do with nope. race at all but given that we live in the united states everything has to come back to race it says here that um the the outlet that initially reported it said that the school's colors are blue and white. And according to the district spokesperson, cheerleaders had been using signs reflecting those colors. And one of the signs was left outside the gymnasium, which someone placed on the drinking fountain. So it sort of just sounds like something innocuous that happened that probably didn't have any intent behind it. And yet we have to make a big deal about it because America only cares about the skin color. Like George Floyd's death. Yes. <laughs> Oh man, it's it's bloody Friday. You know what? You it? know it's what's, bloody you, Friday. So, so what's interesting is so far since we've returned to YouTube, they've they've uh, you know they reduced the uh, exposure of our page. I know. And took down our ability to be seen by wide masses, which sucks. They took they basically cut down our exposure by half. They put us on their naughty list, and so we're not sure if it's temporary, but we're not able to like actually get as many live viewers and stuff as we'd wanted because we're considered. Um, uh, spreaders of false information aka love that yeah me too legit that's like being called that's like someone making fun of you for being good looking or something it's like well that would be cool i've never had that unfortunately no one's ever teased you for being good looking no no, no it's because you but look like what a down syndrome ryan reynolds i look like no i look like look at me for a second i look like ryan gosling with down syndrome <laughs> i got stung by a bee but <laughs> but like but i had anaphylaxis or what something does like brandon that. look like 
Uh, I don't know. Also, too, like what? I don't know the coloring of this show, but we're way more tanned than we should be. He's white because he's a different camera. We got to figure this out. I don't know why I look orange and like like a carrot on the show, but I got to figure this out. Brandon sort of looks like he was in a like a sauna and he's just walked out. Now he's like, you look a bit pink there. I look like a carrot, and so do you. I, I am very white, and I look way more tan than I should, and I don't like it. But I it's enjoy what this. it is. I want to burn I, through some of these other topics, yeah, I, though, because I, I just I want you guys to be distressed by the crap that's happening in the can world. Can we just say this, though? Because I want to say this. It, it's uh-huh. in the description, and it's important. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the Andrew Cuomo getting... Uh, oh, yeah. The, uh, no, Chris Cuomo. Full getting, getting Of CNN getting accused of sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. Basically, the story is, is that Chris Cuomo of CNN grabbed his boss's butt back in the early 2000s. He apologized to her because he said it was inappropriate. It wasn't sexual. It was part of like a joke. Now, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not even talking about this. He apologized to her. He even sent her an email. Now, she's come out and said that he needs to create a journalistic, like, integrity and come online and create town halls and talk about how you can become a better person. Like, a perjury, sort of like a, create a new world where we can um, make right our wrongs. How do you- so, this is this is proving that women don't forget the wrongs you do to them. No. This is like 20 years We're ago. We're like elephants. We never forget. It was like 20 years ago. And you know what? I'm not making light of sexual assault or whatever. He says it wasn't sexual assault. She doesn't even say it was sexual assault. Even though she says it's sexual assault, she's like basically like admitting like, yes, it wasn't sexual in nature, but it was inappropriate. And that's true. And we knew each other and we worked together and he grabbed my butt in front of her husband, by the way. So this wasn't like random. Like this was like her husband was watching and. Oh, he was watching? Yes. Like that or like that? I don't know. Okay, Cupid watching. And. <laughs> I'm not justifying the situation. I'm not trivializing what she felt, but I read the op-ed and I'm, this is going to sound very unpopular because somebody, you know, Media Matters could be like, if they even watch this, if they can even find it now that they've de-ranked de- this channel after nine episodes, super lame. But anyway, we don't care. Is that they were like... We do care. No, we do care. You know when, like, you're crying, you know when you're crying on the inside, but you're trying to like... Man no, they're like they admitted that they that we didn't spread medical misinformation, but they're deranking our channel anyway because they don't like our opinions. In fact, what Elijah does is he goes home and he cries into his pillow about it, and then we collect his tears because he's a gypsy. <laughs> it's true. Gyps- don't tell call Romanian a gypsy. That only like three people get that joke that are watching and good. The gypsy, the give me your tears, gypsy. Yeah, but like <laughs> no, but what I meant is, is that, that showing how old I am. I'm yes. getting old, guys. It's happening. I'm aging. I'm aged, and I remember things. The Aged-ed. Borat. I remember things. Borat. Said. The Borat. The Borat. The Borat. Uh, but I do say this that with that with this story specifically, is that what it, the op-ed sounded like in the New York Times. His boss writes about twenty years later and says, "Like, look, we did figure this out personally. He, he did it. He genuinely apologized." And I, I cannot believe I'm defending Chris Cuomo, but I have to defend him on this. He apologized, and if you want to have a society, if she wanted to cause problems and she felt like it wasn't justified, she could have done it 20 years ago. Right. And the fact this wasn't like a secret sexual assault that happened, she felt scared, this was in front of her husband, he saw it, he could have taken action, he's saying it wasn't sexual in nature, she, he just grabbed her butt, I think this is being way overblown. She's saying, and I know this is being used for political purposes because she's saying he can show people now that, that, that we can change America in a Me Too movement and that he can create, yeah, again, televised CNN town halls to interview victims of sexual assault and Ooh, show she them said this? yeah that, that 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 we can re we can we can find public redemption and public redemption is a lot of shit cuz that's not like if you guys already solved this 20 years ago why is it coming up i'm not i'm not going to go try to justify what he did yeah but if you solved this and you talked about this and you were still bitter and you waited 20 years and you didn't even say now you like she even said i know he's not i don't want him to get fired i don't think he did anything wrong he should do what I want. Now she's publicly blackmailing him into doing what she wants. 
which makes no sense. And this is where the entire sexual assault situation becomes a problem because people really are victims of actual sexual assaults and, and issues. And this is like turning a personal instance into a PR campaign to blackmail people. Yeah. And that's when you lose the support of people and real victims that didn't have that apology. And again, if the apology wasn't enough, you could have said that. And even if you want to have the women think, well, she felt scared. No, her husband saw. Okay. So her husband should have stepped in. So there are witnesses to the incident. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I would agree that it certainly tri trivializes it when you have things like this happen and then people decide to weaponize it for political gain. It's always bothered me. That's honestly why the Tara Reid situation with Biden made me a little bit sad because I didn't feel, from what I read, obviously I have no idea, I don't know her, but I never felt like she was weaponizing it to get a leg up. I feel like she was just basically saying Biden's a bit of a dirtball who stuck his fingers where they didn't belong and uh you know the net effect of that was that there was zero coverage really of the whole incident by the mainstream media and i got swept under the rug and it, so it's like the problem is when you weaponize sexual assault and sexual harassment allegations enough what you inevitably do is turn them into a trivialized thing where people hear it and go yeah whatever we don't care we've already heard about this before and then what it does to real victims is basically just sets them back so that they don't actually feel that they can come forward or if they do they know they're not going to be believed yada 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 and this extends to men as well i think there's a tremendous amount of men out there who experience um unwanted interactions that never ever say anything because there's really not a social space where they can and i think that that is a, a grave injustice that society carries on with it's the only the reason i laugh elijah when you talk about this is because i just like that two brothers are carrying out the same thing it just goes to show it's brandon said this before the show started he said they're not uh what, what did you say they're not sexual yeah they're not committing you know sexual assault or harassment they're just italian <laughs> Oh, Italians. They're very fun. They have cute accents. I like the way they speak. It's just, I don't know. I get to the point with these stories where I just, I go, I'm, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked that, you know, two brothers decided to, um, you know, harass women. That sounds great, especially people in media. There's a, I, I would say that if you work for CNN, there's probably a likelihood that you're not a tremendously great human being. And if you're a politician, you're probably not a tremendously great human being. Let's be completely honest. And that extends to the left and the right, everybody. I'm not I'm I'm fully fully gonna say that I think Republicans are just as dirty and underhanded as their uh, their Democratic counterparts. Yeah, but there's aren't some... I positive today? Yeah, well, like I always say our energies are so different. I feel like HIV. I'm over here just vibing out on all my antihistamine drugs, and I'm just like, yo, guys, what's up? Do I I feel like I sound question. like a prepubescent teenage boy, and my throat is uh. Is Do you dying. need me to Twitter you? Um, I've worked the, it the, out. That you found the found. I've the worked thing? out the super chats. Okay, so, everyone. so look, we're gonna read some super chats right now. I think we're going to be able to get to all of them pretty quickly because we don't have that many today as terms of um, – oh, well, yeah, there's not that many today. So that's pretty good. Um, there's some good ones. But, it, it, you know, what's interesting is, though, is too, is I do want to say this before we read them, is that it does suck that the that the system is rigged. So, like, we saw how fast we can grow on this channel oh, yeah, without being outrageous. attacked. And now, you know, we could get 1,000, 2,000 new subscribers per episode going live on the front page. They've taken us off everything. I hope it's temporary. But also, you guys, you guys are so legit. And I love you guys for watching the show and staying on it. And those of you that stay here past TimCast IRL, we love Tim. We love Tim Pool. We love We love the Salty Nation, too. And I know with Salty going live and different people, we love you guys. We're totally based on your team. 
But honestly, it's so great that you support the show no matter what. And we want to read your your, your super chats. We want to read a couple of Blaze TV lives as well. I think, are you on the same page? I'm with Brian Schultz is the first. Yes, okay, I, go see, ahead. I see Brian. Brian says, you two did have a rough week. Yes, we did, Brian. Enjoy the weekend. You and the whole crew deserve it. Well, thank you very much. Awesome. I'm, uh, I'm going to buy myself a big bottle of sparkling water and smash it. That's not what I thought you were going to say. I'm actually flying out to LA uh, tonight, but there's that's a whole other story. I have to go right from the... I did my show this morning, a show this afternoon, this show, writing, producing, everything, and then go on to fly and then I'm, I'm exhausted but you know what you guys work the same hardness yeah you or guys more work hard. equally as hard as we do more hard probably actually. more hard yeah. Yeah, yeah so shout out to you guys shout out to everyone working hard this week you deserve it crack open a beer take a shot read your bible pray I, whatever or you don't. do pray to the spaghetti monster we like him too well or crack open a, a, a beer and pray open to the who <laughs> oh yeah marinara sauce man uh no but I mean, enjoy your night relax if you have kids Hug get to bed get to bed now and just enjoy your night. Young Pei Chang, we love you, Young Pei. Welcome back. Hi, guys. Congratulations on finishing a great second week. Thank you. It's so sad that it was only half a week. And we're actually really hoping that we can get back um, the momentum because it's not like a like, get back the momentum, meaning I'm really hoping that we can, like, Slightly Offensive, for instance, they nuked that channel. Totally. Like, fully nuked my podcast. It was bad. Like, there was a point where people couldn't even get anything with litigation and with the word of mouth. That channel's still doing great. So there's ways to fight this stuff. And we're going to, this channel's still going to be so great. So thank you, Young Pei. Um, so Kevin Waite says, hi, Sydney and Elijah. Happy Friday, peeps. Loving the new show. I'm spreading it like that one illness we can't say. Well, we really appreciate that, Kevin. That, I think this is a big thing, too, is that um, when they nuke your channel, which I'm, I'll be interested to see. We're not nuked see, yet. I'll be interested to see if mine gets nuked uh, like yours it's has because of this channel. Because you and I have, uh, I've really flown under the radar. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to tempt the YouTube gods at all. but I've, Just don't confess your faith in Christ and you'll probably be okay. Yeah, exactly. I'll just have to keep, uh, <laughs> I'm, I like me too hard. You're like, ha, 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 I'm a girl and I don't believe in God. They're like, okay, hellbound child. You get shekels from God, from Satan. And you're like, okay. Darren, <laughs> Darren Murphy says, love your show, Elijah and Sydney. I just got a Blaze TV subscription just in case YouTube bans you again. Also, you know Brian um, from Next News 2, our friend, you know good old Brian. Yeah, I love Brian. He also bought a subscription as well. And a lot of people told me that, that like in this, they were just like, look. I'm just going to buy a subscription. And, and honestly, this is what's kind of crazy is I was talking to um, the execs about this too. The future of content, like we're so used to, well, I, I'm less used to this. You're more used to like, oh, I got to get 500, 700,000 views, a million views on a video for to be successful. But in the future, having a few thousand people who support your show and watch you daily and actually have subscriptions is going to be the driving model because it's like, You'll make the same amount of money if 10,000 people have a subscription and 700,000 people watch on YouTube because YouTube takes such a big cut and they give you such a small percentage. So it's I like, don't make any money it's like, on it's YouTube, like, But really. obviously there's that ego of like, oh yeah, we're reaching more people, but realistically the only time they win is if we can't produce the truth anymore. Yeah. And so as long as we can produce the truth and we have subscribers, we may not reach the same amount of people, but the right people will find the info and we'll be the resistance. And I, I kind of like that. And that like the... Mm. We're the resistance. It's like underground isn't mm -hmm. it? DJ says, toxic femininity ruined America, changed my mind. Uh, yep, I would say that that's definitely um, a factor of it. Not the whole picture, but certainly a factor. Makeshift Electric, welcome back. Maybe OkCupid has changed since I used it, but it was my favorite dating app. I'm at the love of my life on there. Oh, congratulations. That's awesome. I loved it because I could block all the fat non-Christian left-wing women. <laughs> for matching with me. Look, and it's like, but yes, those yeah. ads are atrocious. Yes, they are. They are very Yeah, no, no, it's true, but these but yes, those ads it's like it's like yes, I'm 
I get it. Jennifer Hensley says, I think Biden is enough racist to remain president for a full term. Just a theory. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think he's going to die. I'm not going to lie about that one. I think he's definitely going to die or be deposed. Brian, um, Brandon, I know they called you Brian for some reason. Brandon is <laughs> nodding off screen to that. Uh, I just don't. I just think that eventually it'll get to a point because you got to think about like the, the midterms. Um, I don't know if I don't know if he's going to make it to much longer guys, guys deteriorating quite quickly raised by wolf says men like to chase women like to be chased but modern feminism has attempted to switch them but the natural instinct of women is to be the one to be chased true yeah i would agree makeshift electric also I says love, i love this one you got to read this like seriously this is very good okay elijah i don't understand why people think you and john got john doyle are gay just because you guys tickle each other with carrots Someone please explain how that's gay. Yeah, it's not gay as long as you say no homo when you do it. And I will say it makes me kind of laugh because John is a bit homophobic and it makes me laugh because I mean, I, I'm from L.A. I get it. I talk like a homo or something to a lot of a lot of people think I'm a homosexual and that's fine. And I think that's actually kind of funny because I'm like totally in L.A. I'm just an L.A. person. But in the world, it's like I'm a little camp. I think it's kind of funny and I don't get offended. John does. So keep up the um, the opposition yeah, there. Just bully John. Bully John Doyle. We agree with that. Bully John Doyle. Make him feel uncomfortable. If you want to make fun of me, good. Brandon could, we always say Brandon could be bisexual. He's not actually, but he could be because anyone could be. Yeah, you can. You don't have to prove it. <laughs> Until they make you start proving it. The claim, if that helps YouTube like unblock us, sure. Brandon, hey, our producer might be bisexual. Can yeah. you unblock us? He's yeah. trans. There you go. I'm You're, transitioning. They're taking the opinion of a trans person off the internet. It's yeah. not acceptable. I love the yeah. Brandon could be bisexual, but we don't know. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> Mina Daddy Daddy says, I have daddy issues in recovery and I spent a lot of time on dating apps from an in inappropriately young age. I do see the connection now between my fatherless upbringing and the abuse I find found myself in in later <laughs> Isn't life. Isn't that so sad when I make jokes about like daddy issues, but it's true. It is true. No, but this is a thing I think that, and I would actually enjoy talking about this in greater depth, daddy and mummy issues, because I think mummy issues are a big thing that no one ever seems to talk about. Um, but you, I think the daddy issues thing is really sad because fathers are so incredibly important in the upbringing of children and in the way developmentally that children end up participating in life. So, you know, I'm sorry about the daddy issues thing. It's awesome that you actually uh, have recognized that and can do something about it because that is a huge obstacle to get past. And once you do, I, you know, wish you the best of luck in your dating world. Right. Curdy, Colonel Jelly says, good day, guys. Never used a dating app. My wife at work, she approached me first, and I thought it was a... What is that? Stitch what? up. Stitch up from the boys. It was eight years later and two kids later. It was the best stitch up ever. Epic. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, good on her. Good on her for uh, for doing the thing. And I'm going to read this one. Right. Andrew Kazakov. I disagree with your wife from yesterday, because I'm assuming that's not you. Uh, a woman breaks a guy's heart. Wife cheats on husband. What do you he mean? We're in a thruple. <laughs> he doesn't get to use that as an excuse to make poor life choices equality ask and shall receive i i don't think he, she's saying that men are responsible for hoeing around what she's saying and this is what people didn't get is that a lot of the people we know that are the most critical of women also sleep with a lot of women yes and are hypocrites behind yes. the scenes so it's saying like you you she's saying they talk shit on women like they're all whores and it's like well you got your dick sucked by her too so you call her a whore and you say whores suck but you let whores suck you there you go. That was the key thing is like, is the hypocrisy of like, well, the only reason why she has a dick to suck is because you let her do it to you. Yeah. And then you complain that women do that stuff. And it's like, well, if maybe if you stood up for yourself and said, hey, I'm not going to let you do that to me, 
then she wouldn't do that to you and maybe her life could change. She's still responsible for what she does. Of course. But it's always funny that I always find that a lot of the guys who are the most conservative in the world, that are the most outspoken, are usually the ones whoring around in the background. And it's just funny because that's why the whole conservative movement, you know this, is full of shit. It, it fully is. It's, it's so stupid. It very much And that's is. why I'm not conservative because all the people that claim to be conservative – are not living conservative lives and they put on a front. I'm not going to get into that now. It's a full of crap. Honestly, it's, f- it's so stupid. I think, yeah, what Kezia was trying to say and maybe what she didn't articulate in the best way, I think she still explained her point fairly well, but yeah, basically it's that you have all these men who are exceedingly critical of women. There's, and, and it looks... Yeah, they're not like me where they joke. They're like, no, they're like they, they think actually, women suck. Yes. And which I'm, is true. Yes. And, and it's this whole like, <laughs> oh, you know, like if she breathes, she a thought type thing. And I hate that term. I hate that word so much because... these men like you said they not only do they participate in treating women like that so basically they go she's a whore i hate her for being a whore while treating her like a whore which whatever there's still culpability from both parties in any instance like that but the thing too is that they don't realize that that woman might be coming from a position where she didn't have a strong father had no strong male role model and like i said male role models and strong male role models are incredibly important to development we know this we know this not just for men but for women as well, they're incredibly important. So when we talk about these things and we're referring to the fact that men need to, I guess, give women some sort of breadth, I guess, when they behave like this, just realizing that there's probably a reason why she's acting like that. And rather than shitting on her for doing it, perhaps try to build her up or try to assist her in some capacity. So, okay, we're going to get back to these super chats. Elijah's giving me a look. So OG Sin says, it's still nuts in the PNW miss your reporting from Pacific here. Northwest. That's Portland and Seattle. Oh, sorry about that. Nick Aldridge, I think, welcome back, Nick, says, um, glad to see you back on YouTube, guys. Ha- having Super Chats hits different. Um, I'm sure many of us viewers would love to see you have Lauren Southern as a guest on the show. <laughs> Good luck as she's able to get out of Australia. That would be awesome. Love you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brian Schultz again says you can't say Chauvin was a bad cop without knowing the average number of complaints against the average cop I bet a lot of people make up BS complaints True. yep I, I would agree with that but I also think that these were like legitimate serious infractions from within the police force um, people can double check me on that one but I'm pretty sure that they were serious I'm just saying that Chauvin is the example of a bad police officer because of the many many things that he did and there was several 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 reports and incidences and things but I'm happy to look into how many cops you know what, what the average amount of complaints against them is I think it's an interesting topic as a general rule I don't think Chauvin was a great guy that's just my personal opinion you're allowed to disagree andrew kazakov again says also elijah i'm happy for you. your wife is very beautiful and kind she's super kind i assumed australian women <laughs> all looked and act something like sydney and i was sad for you just kidding just kidding yeah i know you know you know what's funny is there's the anti-elijah crowd that is always i've embraced them like my followers are so like talk shit on me and i think it's the funniest thing but also the people who like are trying to, they also equally simp for you and then try to bring that to you. But they're also like, but I also want a chance with you. Like, <laughs> I'll be mean, but also kiss me. <laughs> That's what I hear from that. Long Dong John said, Sydney, should someone, should someone banned from working because of dickhead Dan's lockdown or vaccine mandate policies be banned from voting him or the federal government enabling him out because they claimed welfare to not starve? I would just say n- no. Look, that's a complicated question. Yeah, I know you're really... asking you, but just vote them out if they suck, regardless. They're not, they're not the government. They're well, just an elected official. If the government's made it so that you cannot make money and so that you your business fails, you don't have a job because of government intervention, then I don't know why you would be prohibited from voting. My thoughts towards people not being able to vote if they don't pay taxes is a little bit different because they have no skin in the game. They're not paying taxes, especially those who are basically... 
um, they make they they pay tax, but their their net benefit from the government that they get back in welfare and whatever, um, they also shouldn't pay taxes because again, if you've got no skin in the game, how can you ever say in how society runs? People will disagree with that. Again, this is just my opinion. That's a complex. This is a question that refers to the fact that you're not in your position of taking welfare because you want to be. It's largely because the government prohibited you from making money. Brandon. So yeah, I'm gonna mm. ask you. Do you have a couple from Blaze? Uh, no, not really. They're just enjoying the show. Okay, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to read about five of these through here yep. real fast. Full send. Slack Sam said, good morning from North Queensland. Please try and get Adrienne Curry on the show. She's amazing and possibly living Sydney's dream in Montana. Uh, can you write that down? Yeah. Who that is? Yeah, uh, Brandon, do you want to? Brandon? Uh, oh, right, Adrienne Curry. Okay. Jake Dog says, can Murphy come on the show next week? Please, Sydney. Yes, objectively, we'll make that happen. Murphy will come on next week. Yes, Probably will. for like five minutes, though, because he's kind of destructive, um, like a puppy. Uh, Puv to Matchstick says, part one, I've always liked America, but have been in contact with Australia up until now. Australia is getting worse when you realize, and I want to leave. I am eligible for U.S. visa, and I love America. Yes, come. Nick Aldridge also says, Sydney, 60 Minute Australia is covering the story about Gabby Petito this Sunday night. Here in Australia, if you can watch it, let us know your thoughts. I'm sure she'll see clips on Twitter, and we'll let you know. Raised by Wolf says, Sydney, stop saying America's preoccupation with color it's not America, just the Democrat Party and the left uh, conservatives and the right just don't uh, just don't care about skin color. Yes, that's actually kind of no, true, I but disagree. not fully I, true. No, I disagree. I think conservatives are just as concerned with skin color and, and um, political, uh, sorry, not, what's what's um, id poll, um, identity politics, just because they, they make a point of being like, I'm a black conservative. I don't really give a shit what color your skin is. If your ideas are good, great. Okay, if not, gay, black guy, cool. Your ideas aren't great. Uh, uh, conservatives <laughs> are just as preoccupied because, I mean, I think it's because they have to play the game, but they're still just as preoccupied as everybody else. I mean, the conversations surrounding skin color are not just coming from one side of the coin i think it's fair that we can call out our own side when they're being demented i'm just yeah. saying this is an objective third-party observer with no personal interest in the matter because like i don't care like if people want to call out and talk about skin fine but it just irritates me yeah i'm gonna read a couple more of these i think this is the, this is the part two part two but my soon-to-be wife is in less than a month won't move uh, she hates what is going on in australia but she refuses to leave she's really close to her family she said she will not leave no matter what how bad it gets man i have to say this i know this is going to sound cold get control of your woman get control of your family meaning do what's best for like women are looking for you to lead them i'm not talking about treat her like a bitch and slap her i mean if you know what's best for your family like men left their countries and things like if you know you're if you know you can't raise your family well in australia with what's going on women are emotional they're thinking about family and relationships and you got to do what's best that's also going to be doing it in love and part three you said i want to leave australia but i don't want to leave my fiance she's an amazing woman who who shares the same values i so i'm so sad at what australia is becoming and all i want to move to america I'm telling you this. I'm not saying just be like, oh, yeah, bitch, we're leaving. But like actually think about it in your mind, in your heart of what you want and get her on board with you. And that's part of being a man is not we don't live in in, in egalitarian society. Women do want to be led, but they want things to be logical and make sense and trust you. So gain her trust. Let her know that that you trust that she can trust you to leave and let her know that if you take her to a new country that you can provide for her and that you can actually be there for her because trust me on this my family lives there too and my wife misses her family all the time Sid doesn't live in in the Australian she misses her family all the time she's not married and she still misses them but honestly if you can get her to see what we see that living in America right now is better than Australia that's what you got to do is get her to see what we both see here rather than being like, I'm going to leave her. I would say, take her with you and don't leave your kid or whatever's going on. That's all I'd say. I think it's a dual pronged thing. I think that on one hand, if you're prepared to leave and you're going to leave, leave. And, uh, you just have to make that decision as a couple. But also if you're going to stay, then you have to be prepared to fight for what you believe in. Yeah. Um, Go and I don't think enough. So if everybody who's willing to fight leaves, then all the fight goes out of the country. Um, so if you're going to stay, then you have to basically be, 
understanding of the fact that if shit pops off, which it will, um, you got to do something about it. You got to be prepared to put your money where your mouth is. Do you want to read the next five or six? We have about like eight more left. I think 10 more left, but we're going to read, go through five right here for Jake Dog. Uh, with the Borat voice. I, Sorry, I, I'll, I I'll read his Borat voice. When he said, Borat voice, very nice. Like, I like. Okay, that's true. Uh, Paige O said, Elijah and Sid are greater than Tim, but don't pray to Spag Monster. I agree. <laughs> I love you, Paige O. Um, Irene, God, girl, I Dizdick? don't know how to... Zizdick? Zizdick? You, guys, <laughs> you guys are the best. I look forward to watching your show every day after work. Highlight of my day. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Sorry that I'm so flat today, guys. I'm just, I'm having... I like you today. I'm having a moment. Lockdown King says, you guys are my fave show and Sid is my dream girl. Ah, keep up the fight. Well, thank you, Lockdown King. I hope you're not in lockdown because that would suck. Hayden says, I, I loved him. Watch every night, but I've watched every episode of You Are Here all the way to the end. Blaze subscriber and moving to the woods in the mountains to home to a homestead soon. Society sucks. Hayden, society sucks but thank you for giving us um, your You Are Here dollars. We very much appreciate it. And we, we appreciate the support. We hope that we can. You know what? Next week, this week's gotten a bit derailed. We got a little bit uh, dejected there for a minute. But next week, we have a bunch of really cool guests coming on. So I'm super excited about that. We plan to have a butt ton of guests on every single week. Mm -hmm. um, and as we're progressing with this, like we said, just give us a bit of breadth, guys. You know, give us a bit of a wide berth because it's the planning and everything that goes into this. We want this to be super enjoyable and super educational. And you, we just want you guys to have a good time, have a bit of a laugh. So please stay tuned. We promise that we will get our butts into action next week. Mary, I don't, into action sounds weird, doesn't it, Elijah? Well, yeah, with my butt is not in action. I don't know. Some people might <laughs> into wish gear, it was. Into gear, butts my into butt gear. My butt is into action. You know, I recently said I'm on slightly offensive. I talked about, like, they said that trans people can skate. And I said, oh, yeah, let me pop shove it into a trans. And then everyone's like... <laughs> Did you just say pop shaman into a trans? Anyway, Mary Panishwin said, love you guys. Loved every episode. Still with Sid. Would Still, I think, wish Sid would be my friend. Lol. Taco-powered time traveler says, Elijah, you absolutely give me hope for the future. And I ask for a prayer that navigate all this successfully as a poor, white, God-fearing man. You don't need to be poor. Trust me. Money's on the horizon. Steve Pat says, I hope you both are doing well. Well, thank you, Pat. Uh, so well, Steve, thank you, Steve. Uh, I'm doing well. I think Elijah's too. I think we're just tired, guys. Makeshift Electric says, Brandon <laughs> looks like a woke hipster. You'd meet in an IO comedy class. Um, Brandon's not that funny. No, I'm not funny at all. Not, not, I never laugh at any of his jokes. Terribly unfunny. Um, Andre, I I'm sorry. Andre Kazakov. Right. I see what you're saying. Absolutely hypocrites are annoying. Keep yeah, going. they are. Um, King... Salmon fish. I mean, I read that. I was like, Solomon? <laughs> Hi, guys. I need glasses. I didn't bring them with me. Due to... Elijah, you take Due this. I'm to, demented. Uh, I've lost, I've lost the Being plot. overly complimentary swings the status differentially and can't hurt you. Shit talking and good humor is a known thing. You know, I'm going to say this. Hypergamy. I should know what that means. I don't know what it means, but I'll look it up. Also, Lost Cause says, hello, Sid and Elijah. Who can say boy better? Say boy. 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 No, you're saying that effectively. Say it how you say it. Well, if you was using a sentence, I like no, because if you said, "Hey, <laughs> cut it out, boy," cut it out, boy. That's like a very American way to say it. Cut it out, boy. That's yeah, boy. how I say it. You always like okay. Anyway, I don't know why we're talking about this. <laughs> King, <laughs> not Solomon Fish says weekly immune jabbed are the spreaders of. I can't don't know if I can read this without. You're gonna get us banned, my guy. This is not medical. Just whatever. Say it. Most of the rest of us are naturally immune or uninfected. A few are becoming immune. Common sense based on CDC studies should work out fine. Yep. Josh W says here's some money for a bottle, red pills, and six pack. Well done, comrades. Thank you. I'm actually flying out tonight to LA in a second, and I got free upgrade to first class, so I get I get that. That free fake little bottle of whiskey. <laughs> we love that. There's Kyle, two more. Kyle 
Bukowski. Mm, I love you guys. <laughs> I can feel how genuine you you guys are in your voices. Thank you for what you do. It's beautiful, really. Thank you very much. You can read last Jake Dog. Jake Dog says, if Sydney marries my dad, Murphy will be my step bro. Yes, he will. I love the Murphy. I love the Murphy chats. Before we close up, is there anybody from Blaze TV you want to read anything uh, there as we close out the night? There were a few people asking Sydney's yeah. age, and I said it's classified. I actually, yeah, every age that you read of me online is incorrect. I'm not in my 30s. I'm in my 20s, and I will never bloody tell any of you. Yeah, that's it's true. We're both in our 20s. Unfortunately, I feel like I'm aging like I'm in my 30s. My name is Elijah Schaefer. You can follow me on, uh, you can check out my podcast. Obviously, we've been hit here. Please spread the word. Share this with everyone. Subscribe. Like the channel. Um, actually subscribe because they've already hit us directly here. We are on Rumble. We're also on Blaze TV. And if you subscribe with the, the promo code censored, you can get $25 off actually. Um, $25 off a year subscription, which is cheaper than paying for Netflix, which is amazing. You get our content, Crowder's content, uh, this guy named Elijah Schaefer's content, etc. And, and we're really uh, happy about that. Um, and Sydney, where can people find you? You can always find me on YouTube at the creatively named channel, Sydney Watson. Um, also, if you're listening to this audio only, we really appreciate that. Leave us a five-star review. It helps us tremendously because we are going to get smashed by YouTube. Let's be completely honest. And we want to say a huge thank you. This week has been tremendously difficult for the whole crew here. A lot of jobs depend on this. Your, your support is deeply uh, gratitude and, and thanked by me and everybody. So to JB uh, on on engineering and camera, to uh, Kayla with directing, to Brandon uh, with being an epic producer, Ron on, on sound and mixing, to Chelsea and everybody who's helped with litigation and with fighting and what's going on with YouTube and how we're trying to keep this channel alive. And of course, to my lovely co-host, Sydney Watson, we thank you all, and we're really glad to continue this, as even after nine episodes, it's become a bitter fight already against censorship. Yep. We love that. That, But what, what did we really expect? So, as per usual, like Elijah said, subscribe to the channel, smash that like button. I hate saying that. Uh, beat the shit out of the like button. Unfortunately, life's a lot of bullshit, and unfortunately, you are here, and so are we. We'll see you beautiful people next Monday, this coming Monday.